Aloha, pumpkin. Well, aloha, sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Ooh, maybe I do have your mic up too loud. Yeah. Hello, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. It's not Where as else dimly, would it live? <laughs> well, it's not as dimly lit as I would like it to be today. No. But... Because we're day drinking. We are. We have a tasty, <laughs> we have a tasty blended drink in front of us. You didn't say concoction. Blended, blended concoction. There you go. For pumpkin. You know how I like my blendies. I know you do. Um, and it's summertime, and summertime is a perfect time for a blendy. I don't, I don't spend too much time making my own recipes for these. I usually just go grab one like, um, like a beach bum berry recipe or something like that. This one, though, I did uh, craft on my own. What inspired you? I have oranges. Oh, okay. Well, I, or tangerines. I have tangerines. So you just kind of go with what you have and... Yeah, and so I'll post the recipe with a picture. Uh, I forced Pumpkin to hold the glass up as oh, high as gosh. she could in front of a... In front of a... Um, a map. Yeah. <laughs> just to just to just to try or just to try to try to get a nice shot and uh, her arm was fatigued but here's what's in it and again the recipe will be posted with this blog 1.5 ounces of dark rum i used plantation dark 1.5 ounces of satsuma spirit there are a few out there but the one called le bayou is it seems like it's the most widely available. I've found it in the two biggest liquor barns near us. And it's a 30% alcohol by volume. Whoa. 30%. Satsuma. Yeah. Spirit. Then there's a three quarters ounce of lime juice. Did I scare you? One ounce of (laughs) clementine or tangerine or cutie juice, whatever whatever you can find. And just half an ounce of uh, cocoa cream or coconut Lopez cream. Or more. Well, to pumpkin, taste. pumpkin to taste. more. I, I think that is to taste. And then one and a half cupses of or cup cupses, cups of crushed ice in the blender. Cupses, blend cupses, up. that's yeah. right. Cupses. <laughs> it is not. Cups. It's you no, no, blend keep it going. Up, blend it up you're real right. nice and garnish with a nice slice of tangerine, maybe some mint, whatever you want, and pour it in a fancy glass and drink it. And what do you think it should be called? Mm. Oh, you're putting me on the spot here. Tangerine Dream. I don't freaking know. Lame. Well, how am I supposed to come up with something on the spot? Sunset something, because you're holding it in front of your sunset wall or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I need time to think about these things. This time will never come, listeners. I'll just tell you. What are you talking about? I come up with lots of good drink names. Oh, what was the last like, one? Like, a lot. What was the last one? I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Because it's been a while since you've asked me to name a drink. But I did come up with the room theme for your party the last time you are in Palm Springs. So uh-huh. there. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> we're, glad, started. we're glad you joined us here in the lounge. Uh, we have listener mail coming up. We have some new music to play for you. Really? We do. Uh, from a band out of Akron, Ohio. We have, uh, well, Pumpkin brought brought a book that we're going to no, discuss No, we're, we're going to talk about things. Yes. <laughs> I just sold that, didn't I? You did. And, totally sold and it. And then we have some, a few other odds and ends that we're going we're gonna to discuss on this episode. So we're glad you joined us. We're going to get ready for the Tiki Mail here. We'll be right back.
I, I don't even know how you're lifting that thing or why you're lifting that thing. The big sack? Yeah. Well. It says wash before use, as a matter of fact. <laughs> that is good advice for most sacks. That is a heavy sack, and it says wash before use. Mm-hmm. Hmm. This first email comes from Kevin. Kevin listened to the Aloha, last episode. Kevin. He listened to the last episode, and he goes, hey, I got a problem with this. Uh-oh. So here we go. A quick correction for the advice on the last show, since it was geared to rum newbies who may be fam- who may not be familiar. Appleton White and Gold were rebranded a couple years ago and are now available as J. Ray Silver and Gold. It's the same rum from the same company, just rebranded to make Appleton a more upscale brand. Kevin. So this is absolutely correct. Kevin's right. Um, and I appreciate that he... Well, he forced me to remember something. So the Appleton label is no longer in circulation? Um, not in their standard silver and gold rums. Mm, so they're still know. using it for their reserve and their VSOP right. and their single barrel and, and, and all that. But they're not using it for their, uh, their banal rum. Mm. So now here's the challenge for me. I still have bottles of the silver and gold. Are they here. collector items now? <laughs> well, I mean, I don't, Save I don't the know. Bottle. I don't know if I would consider them collectors' items. I've just always liked their their Jamaican rums, and that was why I recommended them. So yes, J Ray would be what you would look for now. J Ray, what's that name from? J Ray and nephew, like Ray and nephew. Right, but from the Appleton estate, is that the name of the people? I'm just wondering. Uh, J. Ray is actually the farmhand that was married to the headmistress on the Appleton estate. Are you bullshitting and, yeah, me totally right now? I'm totally just okay. making shit up. I don't know. <laughs> and it was all owned by Thomas Jefferson? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Another podcast. Another During the time. Revolutionary War. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was doing a snap pee there. So, well, here's the thing. So at uh, my local... Liquor barn, the I'm one just that is not when a major. They got the, the moniker J. Ray. I, the one I that is know. not a major chain. You can still buy Appleton Silver branded as such. If not, look for J. Ray. Well, yeah, that's what you're going to find in all the Bevmos and the and the Total Wines and things like that. The the places where their inventory moves a lot faster, and um, that's all you're going to find. Well, you got to get yourself some J. Ray. But if then. you go to if you go to if you go to the backwoods or just a mom and pop place that uh, they may make larger purchases of certain spirits and then they last longer, uh, they you may still find some of the Appleton label around. That's good to know. But don't go look for it. I mean, it's it like, well, like Kevin says, it's the same rum. All right. Aloha, sunshine and ladies. I've been working my way through Martin Kate's book recently. In his section on strong, he suggests making five daiquiris with five different types of rum and tasting them together to get a feel for the qualities of each of the rums. I love the idea and have been trying all of my rums. What is your favorite rum in a daiquiri? While there might be a lot of wrangling of the ladies, hi ladies, it would be really fun to have you do a tasting comparison during an episode. Mahalo, Mike from San Francisco. Okay, Mike, add me at Blendy Daiquiri Drinks. 
I'm always here for a blendy. Yeah, but we're talking about on the rocks, not not. Oh yet. well, then I'm not sure. <laughs> See, let's talk. Well, first, let's address um, pumpkin. I'm sunshine. No sunshine. <laughs> How much alcohol is in this? Just is, three ounces. Is a, is a little bit of a control freak, and when all three of us are here, that control is kind of lost. Um, and so it, it, it doesn't really boat. So we'd have to have like different, not screenings. What would you call them? Tastings. Well, I could do the daiquiri episode with Kehlani and Starshine. What about me? I could do it with you, but I think, <laughs> I think unless I make, That's discrimination. unless I make, I would have to add more sugar just to yours uh, so you drink it. Which sure. if you want, if you want diabetes, if you want Wilford Brimley to home deliver <laughs> diabetes supplies to your home, then I'll make it the way you I want I need it. some more Coco Lopez for my There's drink. There's no Coco <laughs> Lopez in a daiquiri. But wouldn't it be good if you put some in there? You know what is good? So I've been breaking off pieces of the treat for the dog. Dog treats? And it's turkey It's turkey pumpkin. Okay. Like turkey jerky pumpkin. Right. That's what's in the dog treat. Okay. And then I picked up my crudite and I'm eating it. What? So it's kind of like a, a little bit of bacon with my bell pepper. Um, okay. It smells nice. Oh, nice. Okay. Let me flip the vinyl while, um, <laughs> you know, you do something. <laughs> well, you need to get back to the question of, is that something that you would want to do? Absolutely. But without me. Not necessarily without you, but you won't you won't care for just the standard daiquiri. It won't be quite sweet enough. Uh, Starshine and I love them. We like a, a nice. You do like the old sour, men, the old man drink. drinks, as I like to call them. So I I have talked about this on previous episodes that a lime daiquiri is just the best way to test a new rum. So you it is just lime juice, your rum, the ice, and sugar. That's it, and uh, you you keep your uh, measurements um, appropriate, and you always are able to uh, smell and taste the rum through that particular cocktail, without it being covered up by the ingredients in the drink. So it's a it's it's a great way to do it. What is what is my well? Okay, so my favorite rum currently for that would be Rum Clement VSOP. I like the agricole rum. I like the um, I like the different and almost burnt notes that it adds to a daiquiri. And then my favorite silver, it's actually, I've been quite into cachaça lately. And so you can put cachaça in a daiquiri just as much as you could a rum or silver rum. So that, that's my current favorites. Uh, next, this one also from a mic. I recently got the Tiki Bug. I love your podcast. And I'm bringing, or I'm binging my way through it now. Mugs and collecting are a real deal for me. And I love your big and little Richard mugs. Is there any chance you have one tucked away somewhere? If not, will you ever be producing them again, Mm. Mahalo Mike? And the answer is no and no. I'm afraid. Yeah. Where's the the, the one on display? Isn't it there one in a bar somewhere? Several. Yeah, so you can just go steal those. No, don't do that. Those belong, oh. those belong to people. Oh. Oh, well, never mind then. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. <laughs> I'm just trying to be resourceful here. 
So Big and Little Dick uh, were made by Pop Tiki. We did them in that mid-century modern orange and uh, we will not be making those again. We have our rocks glasses currently available on zentiglounge.com store link. Just out of curiosity, um, how much would Mike be willing to pay for one or two of those? I hope you're offering yours because I'm not offering mine. Yeah, of course I'm offering mine. Hmm. So if a, a lady wanted to, a girl wanted to make a couple extra bucks around here. Mail at Zen Tiki Lounge, Mike. Send that <laughs> care of pumpkin. You know, what? you can't ever get them again. I know. But what I would you do? What would you do with the money? I don't know. Do something. Like what? Like, like I if don't you, know. If, it it like, depends on how say, much she's willing to pay for them. Let's say he gave you 200 bucks for one. Okay. Would, would it be worth it, and what would you do with the money? Um, probably buy something for my bedroom, because I'm redoing my bedroom. It would go towards something mid-century modern. Oh, you need that, um, you need that cordless vibrator charger. No, you can get that on Amazon. Stop shopping on Amazon. I know, I know, it's bad, but I just can't stop. Mm-hmm. I can't, I know, I'm addicted. I just, I've been actually trying to shop more on Target.com. That's, that's what the husband and I do. I've been trying. We, go, been we trying. go to Target.com and then we go pick it up at the store. Plus, of course, we end up buying other stuff. Actually, Target has really improved their online presence to compete because before their online was crap it's gotten a little better i was just on there today yeah but buying uh, a cordless vibrator charger no i didn't look for that do you know that vibrators are one of the top selling items on amazon well duh (laughs) it's like it's like one of the most common items that too many people just don't have the guts to go buy in person. Right. Which I don't understand because, you know, if I were a lady, I would want to walk into a place that sold those and say like, I want your best vibrator up in me. Where is it? Is it still the rabbit? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I think it's called the rabbit. I don't know. All right. Thank you all for your correspondence. (laughs) If you'd like to send us comments, send those to mail at zentigilounge.com or if you'd like to make Pumpkin an offer for her bigger little Richard. <laughs> apparently, that's a thing. We have uh, we have more more show to come. And uh, I think we'll... Um, you know what? We'll, we'll come right back from the mail segment. I'm going to talk briefly about uh, a band that we're going to play a couple songs from and then we've got the rest of the show for you. So we hope you're already enjoying it. If you're not drinking... Whatever this drink will be called. If you didn't pause and go try <laughs> maybe, to make one. Maybe you should. It might make it a little bit more enjoyable. Just go to our website, click on the cocktails link, and... Will there be a name Make one it? of our many, many, many drinks. There will be a name for there it. There will be a name? Also, you know, if if you just pour yourself a glass of wine or beer, that's, that's <gasps> fine. I mean, you're... You le- said the B word. I know. You're lesser of a person, oh, but you, you wow. can do that. But you can do that if you want. Wow. Judgy Justin over here. It's a podcast recorded from a tiki bar. Play along, people. Do they serve beer in tiki bars, though? They always do. They do. Always. They do. So I guess it would technically have to be acceptable. Well, but you know why they do it, right? Because there's people who go there with friends who don't drink. Correct. Exactly. Because they're a business and they want to make money. Right. 
Wouldn't but, you? And, no, it's I would too. It's okay. You would totally serve All beer. All right. We'll be right back. All righty. Let's listen to some new music. Miss, I've already listened to it a few times, but you haven't. So this is the band called The Moderns, and they are from Akron, Ohio. Uh, I'll read you the bio real quick. So surf rock, rockabilly, jazz. They kind of fit in a few genres there. Uh, the Moderns are a three-piece band from Akron since 2017. They've been providing high-energy, swampy surf and rockabilly originals and an extensive catalog of re-envisioned classics. The Moderns released their self-titled debut EP June 25th, featuring four original tracks and their take on Johnny Cash's original Big River. So um, the uh, songs that I've listened to and that we're going to play for you well, I listened to I listened to everything on the album, and it's it's a short release. But they reached out to us, and I listened to it, and I I Let's say so. How did you come across their music? They reached out to us, oh, okay, right? which is great. And so two of the five tracks stood out to me, and I said, "This is what I'd like to play on the show." And uh, Nick from the band said, "Absolutely." So we sent over the music, and so we're gonna hear in this order. Inland Island and then Subwave. Those are the two tracks that I chose. I think they have a great uh, surf rock feel to them. And uh, this is the type of music that at many a tiki event, you you will hear um, artists in this genre playing, usually uh, during the daytime hours and everybody's splashing around in the, in pool, the pool. This is pool or music. Or at the car show. Or, um, you know, it's because it's it's higher energy and it's just great for daytime frolicking. And where would you buy? Are they on iTunes? They or are, how would you get their as music? they say, every streaming social media option that you could possibly so want. Just but I will, I will post the links for everybody um, with uh, the episode. But again, here are those two so songs. So if you like it, you can buy it. That's right. From the moderns, Inland Island and Subwave.
Yeah. Pumpkin, what do you think about the moderns? I can actually imagine their music in like a Quentin Tarantino movie. Gives me a little Tarantino-esque vibe, right? So does your hair. Yeah? Yeah. You like my your new, bangs. my black hair? My blue black hair? You're black with blue. No, but, yes. back, so, but back to the band. Uh, I can I can really just see this this act playing as a really solid part of a lineup. Oh, absolutely! At, at any event, and they've been um, they've been playing some shows in their local area. So again, we're gonna post the uh, links to their page so that you can uh, hook up with them on social media. You can be aware of anything that might be in your neck of the woods. So we actually do have listeners in the Ohio and and the Midwest and Upper Midwest area, which is great. We have actually quite a few listeners. Uh, a little further away in um, in Milwaukee and Illinois, and uh, but some in Ohio as well. So, oh, and you know what? And that reminds me. So what? I, well, I want to thank the band for sending in this music. Nick, thank you, Mahalo, very much for sending that in. Uh, I hope uh, some of our listeners find their way on over to you and grab some of your music. Uh, especially buy it, listeners, buy the music, right? Because are they on all the socials? I'm assuming. Yeah, of course. Of course. Um, so. Uh, you know what did that remind me of? I don't God. know. This music is is kind of something about Ohio. And listeners then, in Ohio. Listeners. Oh yes. There's an so, event or a tiki bar or something to check out. We switched over to a new um, feed service that lets us know how many people are downloading and listening to the show. And I mistakenly, well, not mistakenly. The numbers in front of me told me what to say, and I said what I said, but... Uh, when did you say them? Like about a month and a half ago. Okay. But I didn't, I didn't have the, um, I didn't have the thing set up right. So we, I thought... What? I'm we had, I thought we had 3,500 going on 4,000 listeners per episode. And it's really 20? <laughs> no. It's close to 7,000. <laughs> It's actually double what? <laughs> well, see, wasn't that your goal? Was to double your numbers when you made that announcement? So, yeah, but... done. Mission accomplished. Well, now I want to double it again. See? Mission but I accomplished. Think, I don't think there's going to be another accident with the um, you know what? feed service. Is there really such thing as numbers and facts anymore? Well, it doesn't so seem to be, but... So if you want to say there's 25,000 listeners or a million, go for it. Well, so now... Who's to say there isn't? So now there are about right? 70... So, and, and there have been uh, 7,200 uh, subscribers and listeners to the podcast. And for, for people who are not listening yet, I would say that those of you who are, go reach out to them and spread us like VD, right? That's right, the thing. Right, That was your old, old campaign. No, it was you. No, it was you mm -hmm. spread us like VD. That was you. That is not something the only that person I would to the podcast say, long enough to be able to you answer said that. Spread us like us VD would be Curtis. <laughs> so you want him to go back into the archives and see who coined the term Curtis? Spread us who, like VD. Right. I think it was you who coined the term. Spread us like VD. Yeah. It doesn't matter as long as it catches on, right? Right. Well, it always catches on. It's VD. <laughs> But is there a cure for this for one? For us? <laughs> or for certain I guess you could just stop VD? listening. Yeah, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, it's non-communicable. Oh. 
Cannot, so is, it cannot, is there, be, is there it cannot be spread through sexual intercourse. Oh See, I may have said it, but you take it to the ew. So I guess then by definition, it's not VD. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> Do you remember the diagrams and like the books in college where it would have the arrows going from the genitals to the mouth and the mouth to the <laughs> genitals? I don't remember that. On how VD would spread? No. Oh, yeah. College. All right, let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about one more thing before we talk about your little book that you brought. No, we are going to help the listeners out. Well, so another another uh, thing from the listeners is is we put out a survey, and oh, you're going to talk um, about that? About, about almost fifty. Do you think people, you have enough data? Almost fifty people have now taken the survey, and it, it's obviously it's about the podcast. And I asked a couple of questions. Do I'm you not, see? Do you see a trend? I'm not going to go into any of the individual questions, but I am going to go into the fill-in responses. Feedback. Oh. Yeah. Uh-oh. After I have some more drink. Oh, okay. You need to drink up for this one? No, 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 no. Okay, so this this person said, actually, my favorite part is the tips that Sunshine gives. Just the tips. Just the tip. <laughs> Another one said, Mahalo for all that you do. Each episode feels like a special treat, and I always look forward to the next one. Mm. I love giving special treats. <laughs> so you love giving tips. We love we special love treats. hearing reviews for products, rums, glassware, etc. We'd love to hear more. Keep up the good work. Uh, just this one says, keep up the great work. The next one says, keep up the great work. Followed by, love you all. Thank you so much for what you do. Always love every wacky episode. Just keep it up. Ain't broke, so don't fix it. This one just mahalo. You guys are fabulous. You always have the best drinks, decor, and delectable visuals at your parties. Why, well, I especially appreciate that. Love you guys. Mm. Come do a live podcast taping. I would love to attend. Oh. I love the on-location podcast best. Somehow the random guests and shenanigans are always the best. Mm. Uh, I would love, or I would like new podcasts more often. Yeah, yeah. we've been actually, we've been doing that lately. <laughs> Starshine is awesome. Pretty sure she said that. <laughs> oh, you don't think she put that on herself? Wish, wish you were available on Spotify. And the the last comment simply says, nope. 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 No extra. Yeah. Nothing to share. Uh-uh. That's fun. All right. So um, you can uh, find the link on our Facebook page and then go on over and do a little survey. So uh, now something something that uh, fits real nicely along in our tiki mid-century modern um, hobby is uh, something you brought over. Well, you know, we like to, and uh, some of your listeners just already brought it up in the comments. We here at the lounge like to party. Do mm -hmm. we not? And we love to throw a party. We do. And we're kind of party planners, right? Yeah. So I, I, I would agree. I would also say that planning a party is expensive. Mm hmm And putting on a party, super expensive. So I want to dedicate part of the show to helping our listeners plan the best parties they can plan because 4th of July is over, so you know what that means. It's party time. It's party season. Well, right. Because, so, because Labor Day through the end of the year, it just it just cranks. 
So for those of you who are looking to plan parties, we are going to give you some helpful tips and tricks that we have found to be most effective here in the Zantiki Lounge. I'm not debating that yet. Okay. Well, I'm just... Uh, are okay. You, are you going to stop sucking your drink? No, Boy, I'm going to keep... When you're talking, I'm going right. to suck so, my drink. So, I have put a couple things together. And again, I've put some lists and recipes and other items on our Pinterest page. That no one looks at. That no one looks at. But you should because there's lots of useful information, especially if you're into mid-century modern drinks, tiki, etc. Uh-huh. It's your one place stop. All right, stop so, to shop. So okay, so step? here we go. All right, here we go. Let's so, just well, I don't have headphones. Because you so, won't wear them. here we go. Nine steps to the perfect party. Number one, feel free to chime in. Set the date. Number one, most important thing, right? So making sure that there's no overlapping important events and holidays. True. Mm-hmm. So if you are planning a party, making sure that it's not backing up with another holiday or important events. True. Well, I'm going to add to that. Not only pick your date, but um, have the sense to go through your own calendar before you pick the right. date. I have been to or not been to several get together where the date was changed once, if not more than once, mm-hmm. because simply the host was too freaking stupid to check, to check. their own calendar right. or to maybe check in with their spouse or special someone Ooh, yes. to say, Hey, I'm picking That's a this big date. One. So don't be an a-hole. Look at your calendar. Yeah. So you, you be step one. Yeah. Don't be an a-hole. Look at your calendar. <laughs> That's right. Step two. Budget, which we've already talked about. Parties can get very expensive very fast. So consider the formality of the party. How much are you actually willing to spend on not the whole thing, but on each guest? Yes, that's a that's a tough one because I think most people won't plan out all of the food and drinks and decorations ahead and so you really can't you really can't then do your you know head charge well speaking of that number three your guest list plan your vip guest first now remember that approximately 15 to 20 percent of your guests may not rsvp but they will show up. And I know this is a very big right. pet peeve of yours. And we've talked about it on the f- on the phone, <laughs> on the show before about people not RSVPing. Yeah, so just um, I'll express my thoughts on this very quickly. Um, <laughs> this is a very sensitive topic for um, Sunshine here. If you are somebody who just automatically accepts every invite that you get, you might be an a-hole. Because, oh, accepting, not, yes, not even I, looking at it. Because the people who accept all the invites they get are generally the people who don't go to half the things they say they're going to. So, so over-acceptance versus under-acceptance. Yeah, that's also a problem. Mm-hmm. Now, on the flip side, they're the people who they've received all of the updates They've received all of the notes that even say, like, we respectfully request that you take a look at the invite and let us know if you're coming. And they still don't reply. Because it's a more formal occasion, maybe. And you but, need but to then they, buy or purchase but a then plate they, for them. Then they show up. 
So I, I just, look at, look, here, here's the deal. You're not important, you're not. You are not so important that you can't say yes, maybe, or no to an RSVP. So do you think people are just lazy or they're waiting for something better to come along? Or they why don't, don't people know. RSVP? Because people don't have respect and do not give a fuck for the money people will spend <gasps> to Language. entertain them. Oh my no, gosh. No, 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 no. I, people argue with oh. me on this and they say, no, Sunshine, you it's just, it's a social gathering. You shouldn't have any expectations. It's a, the only expectation I have is that I know whether or not you're coming. I'm not asking you to bring anything. Mm -hmm. I'm not demanding you wear something. I just need to know if you're coming. And you can even let me know the day before. Yeah. Because that's when I do my final shopping and prepping. Really? And if by the day before you can't let me know, guess who's, who drops off my lists in the future? <laughs> You do. Oh. I my so my passive aggressive. My my VIP list okay. over the years has shrunk. Do tell. From from a larger number count. to a, a no no well it's different for each type of you event. You have your right? reliables, right? Yeah. So but it has shrunk because I'm I'm just I'm just I'm tired of it. You do right. you do not deserve me <gasps> if you cannot let me know if you're coming. Now again, there are people who disagree with me. They're like, just let life happen, and whoever shows up shows up. And like, well, that's that. If that floats your boat, fine. You mamby pamby, whatever. <laughs> I, I told you this is a very sensitive <laughs> subject here. Okay, moving on. Step four: the venue. Decide if you'll have a small home-based party or if you will need to rent out a facility. Always find a nice home to have it in. Don't rent places. So here's the that's, thing. That literally you are going to spend five times as much oh, yeah. just to do that. So can I tell you a little story about my sister? Five to ten times as much. Last year she was so excited because her and her husband were invited to... A Halloween party. Mm -hmm. They were so excited, and so of course they all got dressed up and they showed up at this party. And the people actually had it at their house, but not in their house, in their garage, where they had set up a ping pong table. And their party was inside of their garage. <laughs> she was beyond pissed. Garage parties, yay or nay? No. Did they did they at least have a smorgasbord of cocktails no, at open bar? It was a Halloween party inside of their garage with the ping pong table. She was so heartbroken. So, if it's a venue, if it's your house, please don't have it in your garage unless it's a garage like that one place that we went to where it was a converted tiki or the garage was converted into a tiki bar. Right. That's okay. Yeah, that'll be fine. But if you're just pulling out the cars and setting up a ping pong table, that's a no. I'm angry for your sister. That's a no. So she has sworn that she is throwing her own GD Halloween party this year. We will see. Because speaking of venue, she doesn't have a place to actually have it. <laughs> oh, so I know how that's going to go. What do you mean? She's going to ask to have it at your house. Oh, no. No, she won't. No, oh, she okay. won't. Right. Not at my house. Five, send invitations. Now, the purchasing of invitations can get very, very expensive. Yes, yeah, so and that's don't do it. one of our cost saving tips is don't. Unless, now here's the thing though consider your audience. If you're inviting older people who aren't so much up on the technology, 
Um, you're going to have to purchase invitations. No, you're not. You call them. Yeah, I've tried that before, and it didn't work. So, sending invitations? Because they are too old to answer a phone? Yes. Um, and make sure it's centered around your theme. Got to have a theme. Yeah. Right? I agree. So, digital invites are preferred. Yes. Now, think about number six, activities and entertainment. <clears throat> um, create a timeline that includes activities and entertainment for your guests. Um. Okay. But please think about the fact that not everyone will arrive at the same time. Correct. Unless it's a dinner party and you say dinner served at eight, be at prompt. This. And and of course, people will still not be prompt. But um, but for a cocktail party or a holiday party or a barbecue or a large get together, not everybody's going to arrive at the same time, and I wouldn't expect them to. Uh, you know, get there when you can. I'm fine with that. But um, what was this one again? I've Activities lost and entertainment. Oh, yes. So, are you going to entertain your guests? How? Here's something that I'll see on people's party invites, and I just inside laugh hysterically. Uh oh. Uh oh. At four o'clock, we're going to be doing this, and at five thirty, the taco truck will arrive, and at six fifteen, we're going to be doing Sunday floats, and at this time, we're going to be doing blah 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 blah. <gasps> What's wrong with that? I love that. Yeah, guess what? None of it will happen at those I times. I love it. None of it will yes, happen it at will. those times, and it absolutely will. What are and, you talking about? And at least one or two of the elements that you've just told people are going to happen won't even happen. <gasps> How dare you suggest that? That is the reality of the life and parties that I've been to. <laughs> when people overplan, uh, I say just let people know if... Is there such a thing as overplanning? Is a meal included? Let them know that. Well, yeah. Let them know want? if the Food and booze. cocktails are provided or if it's Food BYO. And, booze. And, uh, and other than that, you have to do those things. Right. And if you're going to have, if you're going to have something like a band, like play, like a, a you have a friend who's in a band, or you have a local band, or something like that, definitely or a say, DJ, or a world famous DJ. Yes, yes, definitely say, band is on at eight, or DJ from this time to this time. People can get around that. But if you're like horseshoe championship at one thirty, <laughs> like who the hell? Cares? I am expecting at your next party. Horseshoe Championship <laughs> on the lawn at 5.15 competitive, sharp. Competitive balderdash. Like <laughs> Jenga. Mm. Simon. No, Twister. There we go. Now, tables, seating, and tableware. So, does your venue provide these items? If not, uh, do you have to rent them or borrow them from friends? Borrow them. Chairs. Come on, decorations. Now, this is my downfall. This is my Achilles heels or the decorations. Now, purchasing and borrowing items centered around the party's theme. Now, I have to tell you, my entire hallway closet and my third bedroom is filled with tubs of party decorations. Yeah, you're out of control. Because I love to decorate. But I found that over the years, now that I've collected more and more items, I don't have to purchase as much. So don't purchase the plastic tablecloths from the 99 no. cent store. Actually go out and buy yourself some nice fabric tablecloths that you can use over and over again. So if you buy a white, black, red, white, and blue, you're good. 
those colors pretty much go with any theme. I would, or, agree, I, would, I would agree with that, yes. On our Pinterest page, I did put a link to some beautiful tiki-themed cloth tablecloths. Now, they're Was not cheap. like tapa cloth or? Ta- uh, sure. They're not oil cloth. They're fabric. Okay. I'm not sure what kind. I'm forgetting at the moment. Um, but they're nice How many more quality. of these tips are there? Last one. Food and drink, bitch. Okay. Food and drink. So create a shopping list plan, <laughs> what you can make in advance. Now, think about it. It's a lot cheaper to actually make crap at home than to go out. You can buy a pineapple for $2.99 or you can buy sliced p- pineapple for $6.99. Yeah, so with with the food, I, I would say write it down ahead of time. And this is how I have stayed as pretty close to budget as I can. So, like, for example, if I'm going to have can get expensive. Food a, veg- and drink. a vegetable platter, a fruit platter, cheese and crackers, chips and dip... Uh, perhaps, um, you know, some chicken over rice or I, I really always try to focus on, um, cocktail parties and, and, and events where, um, people will grab some nibbles, but they're not expecting to have a full meal. Um, but just write down things ahead of time because what happens then is you prevent the issue of going through your grocery store and just throwing things in your cart and going, Oh, I'll probably do something with this. But then, you won't have the time to do it. You may not use it. And, and then you've just you've spent money on things that don't necessarily go into the party. Now, alcohol, though. Alcohol is well, a big budget drainer. So your tips, I know we've shared them before. What are your go-to tips on serving alcohol at parties? Lie. What do you mean? Okay. <gasps> Wait. Dishonesty? Yes. Or just don't say. All right. So you've you've seen at uh, my little parties, I like to um, force my husband to make a drink menu, and we put it at the bar. We put it on the right, table, whatever. Right, right, right. And, and it'll list. So create house drinks. Yes, it'll list. It'll list the spirit and the ingredients, but it will not list the brand of spirit. Just take the word brand and throw it in the garbage. So even if you wanted to use, say, Bacardi. <laughs> well, you know, at the wrong store, even Bacardi is expensive. But or no, Malibu. No, here. So this, this, this is what I mean. So I like to have a a bourbon drink, a rum drink or two, a vodka drink, maybe even a gin drink, and and a tequila drink. I, I like to kind of get and all then over you there. Not get knocked down, and then do you get up again? I do get up again. Yes. <laughs> So, but a not a lager. Drink? Not a lager. No lager drink. No. No. But you could have some beer on the side in the cooler. I always say BYO beer and wine. Oh. But uh, so go ahead and um, and and decide what cocktails you might want to offer. I do recommend batching them ahead of time, and you make depending on your party size, a half a gallon or a gallon of each ahead of time. So create signature cocktails. Yes. And or them. or just go online and make recipes. And then rename them or keep the same name. So Who pull cares? up your Beach Bum Berry app. Yeah. And then rename it yeah. to your yeah, party yeah, yeah. theme. But just don't go into the liquor barn and you look at you look at the okay, let's say you're looking at gin. And you see the Hendrix, that black glass bottle of Hendrix gin. And the 1.75 liter, which you know you're gonna need that much. 
is $64.99. <gasps> no. Yeah, but this, no. Is, this is today. No. Today in the grocery store. First of all. Then I would not make a gin-based don't, drink. Don't buy, well, no, 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 but don't buy your liquor in the grocery store. Go to a liquor place. Uh, but but $64.99 for that bottle of gin. Um, No, don't buy that. Never, 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 never buy the top shelf name brand for your mixed drinks. No. What do you do, bottom or mid? The only place you should be using top shelf in your home is your own personal favorite liquor, booze. If that's right. if that's your thing and it's what you drink at the end of work when you get home. When you come home to and it's what And it's what you want or on your weekend you like to have two gin whatevers or rum whatevers and you're just like, I just really do actually like that name brand gin more. Okay, fine. Never, 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 never serve that at a party, you idiot. <laughs> no, don't. Because figure someone's going to spill it or throw it up. Well, no, it's just that it's just that it's not... It's not appreciated. I have literally... In a blended drink. ...hosted 50 plus parties. Large parties. Yes. Never once. True. Never once. Has it been top shelf liquor? And never no. once has someone said, I don't like your cocktails. <laughs> I don't like your cocktail. <laughs> so Because they're so inebriated that it doesn't matter. No, because they're just <laughs> so happy that the drinks are provided. Yes. They're not gonna Don't worry about the label. Plus, make your batch and throw the bottles in the recycle bin. They're never gonna see it. No. No. Okay, so that's all I have to say about liquor. <laughs> Well, and then you wonder, well, how much to serve? So I've pulled a couple of um, infographic three to drinks, kind of help. Three, three drinks a person. Well, this one says alcoholic beverages, one and a half per person per hour. Mm. Now, our group of little friends, I would say three drinks per hour. <laughs> no, no, I actually would tell you no. People drink less these days. Really? Yes. So this is saying average, expect about one and a half drinks per hour per guest. Now, for non-alcoholic drinks, they say two gallons per 25 guests. Uh, I guess that sounds okay. So for lemonade, punch, or tea, because you do need to give a non-alcoholic choice. Oh, absolutely. Or at least, or two. Yeah. So a couple. And have and have coffee ready to brew on request. Oh. Always. So coffee put on the request. Coffee, put the grinds in the filter, have the water poured in, and just be ready to hit brew. Or when you want to start helping people wind it down. Well, that's another. Hit brew. That is another The smell tip. of coffee means Time we're, to we're go. done here, people. Time to go, bitches. Yeah. Get out. Now... How many people would you say, don't pick up on that, (laughs) that brewing coffee is a nonverbal cue that it's time for you to get your ass out? How many people do not pick up on that? I would say people who are not at least into their fourth decade of life do Mm. not not get that. They don't. So the youngins don't get that brewing coffee and offering coffee and tea means time to go no they don't and they just they just think like oh you're serving me more shit like no no they don't Mm. get it so how do you get them out i tell them get out 
I say like, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is time okay to go. If you've passed the time that you set on an invite, it is okay to let people know. And the nicest way to do it is to say, how do you tell people to get out? Last call. And last call should be 45 minutes before you're truly going to kick everybody out. Right. Now, do you get rid of the alcohol? Do you start like saying, oh, we're out? No, it's still behind Not the bar. I just, oh, I just don't okay. serve it. Right. Yeah. You just don't serve it. I know. I start serving coffee, coffee and tea and water. And tea. And, yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Well, those are our tips. Wonderful and fabulous. My ear itches. Oh, now I do have one of the things that I collect if you're really into the party planning and really want to go above and beyond. Um, I like to collect retro cookbooks. And retro cookbooks are filled with all sorts of little tips and tricks on how to throw a party. And a lot of these things are... I, I see you have it bookmarked. Kind of sexist. <laughs> so I have my Betty Crocker um, hostess cookbook featuring more than 400 guest-tested recipes, a wealth of ideas for today's entertaining, and it's circa 1967. So... Oh, that was an excellent year. One of the things... Now, speaking of after 4th of July, I bookmarked, which kind of goes along with our show, The Polynesian Picnic. Okay. So Polynesian Picnics were back in the day. Uh, So surprisingly, one of the most sophisticated ways to entertain in summer is at a picnic, but not just an ordinary picnic. Make the occasion a real event with this Pacific Island menu. Spicely flavored and served with very cold. Wait, and served very cold. Spread out in a grove, a park, the backyard, or even on a boat deck. Yeah. It's an ideal prelude to the big event of a holiday weekend. So they have a whole Pacific Polynesian picnic with something like a ham chutney rolls, chilled curried chicken, a South Pacific salad, and a relish tray of gay colors. Tell me first what's in the South Pacific salad, and then let's talk about the gay colors. Uh, The South Pacific salad is... Can, pineapple chunks, uh, cooked rice, celery, raisins, dairy sour cream, salad dressing, salt, and ginger. Oh, that actually does sound good. And then the gay color tray, relish tray, you're going to place cherry tomatoes, green peppers, sticks, cucumber slices, and drain preserved kumquats. <laughs> <laughs> It's not even a thing. It's not anymore. Drain preserved kumquats in individual plastic bags and then chill. Just before serving, arrange the relish on the tray. Is there a picture of this tray? Right here. Right here are the kumquats. Then there's a macadamia No, those are the tomatoes. Right. Where are the sacks? Where are these sacks of kumquats? No, you put them in the sacks and you chill them. And then you put them on the tray. You are pre... um, You're you're taking them and and preparing them ahead of time. Um, And then there's a broiled macadamia and then there's an aloha punch. Um, But my favorite part is all the little party tips in the front, like what to do with the children. Oh, please do tell. So, talking about the children, what to do with children. 
So party giving in a household with small children can present certain problems, but it's also an ideal way to introduce your youngsters to the pleasures and politeness of entertaining. So do make children part of the party, but in small doses. And then it goes on to talk about um, a lot enough time to feed junior members of the family well before your guests arrive. So feed your children. A lot of our listeners do have the children. Yes. Correct. A lot of them are, as we would call them, breeders. Yes. Um, and they do have the children. So before you have people come over, feed them. Feed your children. Well, yeah. And then spell out the ground rules in advance. Explain carefully what courtesies you expect. Shaking hands and saying, how do you do, Mrs. Leonard? Standing when a guest comes into the room or whatever you consider the necessary amenities. If a youngster forgets, a quiet reminder is permissible. If it doesn't work, forget it. You're embarrassed the child and its guests by making an issue of it. Well... Does that happen these days? No. F no. No, people let F their kids no. run all the fuck around. Now, speaking of that, the next bullet point, assign simple duties to each child, opening the door, showing the guests where to put their coats, passing potato chips or peanuts. <laughs> next, never allow a youngster to take over the stage in an adult party no reciting no dancing no singing or performances of any sort unless grandparents are the only guests in which case all rules are suspended <laughs> next bullet point be firm about the curfew youngsters should retire to their bedrooms when the guests go into dinner if not before what the f yeah that, that However, i've never never seen that happen there's no harm in extending their treat a little by sending along some cookies or allowing an extra half hour of tv <gasps> sure wow so don't forget the children now my favorite is what to do if you don't have a man no oh, okay. can i share the tips for does this get the sexist? hostess on her own yes remember this is 1967 no one will deny that the greatest asset to any hostess is an obliging husband. But lacking this advantage, it's still possible for a girl on her own to earn her stripes as a party giver. First, choose a menu that requires the absolute minimum of last minute time in the kitchen for either cooking or serving. Second, avoid a roast or a bird that needs to be carved. This is really the man's domain. Well, yeah. And you'll look more graceful serving if no surgery is involved. <laughs> Third, if you're having cocktails, set up a bar in the living room with glasses, ingredients, shakers, and ice on the table, chest, or bookcase. And finally, delegate. Ask whichever one of your men guests you know the best. Your beau, your brother-in-law, the husband of your best friend. Maybe your the racist one, The Larry. one you're screwing with. To act as the bartender. Most men enjoy this role, but many hesitate to assume it without a specific go-ahead from you. If you know, if you have to leave the room, Ask the woman guest you know best to take over such hostessly duties as door answering, introductions, and peanut passing. There's a lot of peanut passing going well, on. Well, I mean, do I we do. Do we need to bring back the peanut passing? 
I do, or rec- because of the allergies. <laughs> I I do recall um, lots of peanut passing here, whether it's my, children or- in my early days, uh, and and grandparents and aunts and uncles and parents are hosting. Never would there be a social gathering without bowls of nuts and buttermints oh, and, and these the types of things. Yes. So peanuts and buttermint mix. But I don't really I don't remember ever anyone assigned to passing said nuts and mints. No, they would just be on the table, correct? Right. Yeah. And you would yeah. have them and you would eat them and you would, I would eat, eat the whole entire bowl because you'd be starving. Many of them. And I would definitely eat way too many buttermints, which makes you sick. I would know we were never fed before. And so we were always starving, and the only thing that there would be for us to eat as children would be the buttermints. <laughs> and that's all we would have because there would be no food for us. So all I remember is eating buttermints when I, I was think starving. The title of this episode is Starving Children Can Eat Buttermints. <laughs> Let them eat buttermints <laughs> and peanuts if there is no allergy. Great. <laughs> Well, starving children can eat buttermints and pass the nuts. <laughs> yes. Pass well, the nuts. Pumpkin, we're at the end of the show. No, Sam yes. isn't so. Yeah, do you realize you just talked for a straight 30 minutes? Well, you told me to bring something to contribute, so therefore I did. Well, I had nine other subjects to go through, but... I... Save them for another show. No, they won't be timely. Oh. No. Can you give me like a little synopsis? Um, no. No. No, I'd have to pull up another page. Oh. Well, we're just going to have to call it. I think you save them. I think you save them for another time. The music is getting louder. We should go out with a bang. Thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. We love having you stop by and listen. I want to mention that our friends at TikiBarTshirtClub.com have got some really, (laughs) really nice shirts for you. We wear them ourselves. Love them. If you make a purchase at ZenTikiLounge.com on our store page, spending $40 or more using the code ZTL will get you 15% off. And the first two people this week who make said purchase will also get a code so that you can get a shirt at TikiBarTshirtClub.com. So after you make your purchase, we'll see that you've made that purchase. We'll reach out to you. And we will send you a code for that shirt. All right. I want to thank everybody again for joining us here in the lounge. And until next time, mahalo. mahalo.